Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. <laughs> All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. <laughs> Is there any other way to get down? 
Is there anything else in this room? There's nothing else in this room except for All this right, pit. Well, then I think we should try to climb down. Um, it's 300 feet deep. 300 feet deep. Gotta roll five on the ladder every 10 feet. You guys got rope? <laughs> <laughs> I have 120 feet of rope. That's not enough. So. You could. Ha you could ha tie it around Eric and then, like, belay yourself down <laughs> and then, like, have you guys, like, all climb down and then tie it off to an a limb or something that's kind of stable and then climb the rest of the way down so that you're only jumping, like, 15, 20 feet to the bottom and the rope will be dangling a little bit. Do you have any rope, Eric? Mm, no, I believe Brock does. Or sorry, yeah. Brock does. Yeah, the ropes is in. Yeah, I do. It's in 300 feet deep. <laughs> yeah, it's a pit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we could just climb down a ladder. Yeah, you guys could just climb down these these people or these robots. Yeah, there's no ladder. Oh, there's no ladder. It's just no. robot parts. And it and it looks like some of them had been arranged in such a way that they're like, like you could theoretically, if you had like really long legs. You could, like, walk from, like, thing to thing. But you'd have to have legs that were, like, eight feet long. Is it something where, like, some creature that was very agile could jump from thing to thing? Wait, did I spider walk? No. Make a, make a wisdom check. Right? I have spider climb. Great. Yeah, you could. How long does spider climb Six. last? I don't know. It was like one of those okay. things I Hold like on. got. Everybody make a wisdom check as you guys start looking at these limbs that are jutting out in this weird pattern that you guys could climb on. Uh, <laughs> eight. Uh, nine. <laughs> okay. Twenty. Okay. Suzanne, <laughs> you are able because um with with the luck of your you have okay. Suzanne um, you rolled a 19 on your perception check while you're looking at this thing. Uh -huh. And you're able to notice, you you have this weird deja vu flashback kind of thing. Sure. Where you remember, like, transforming into some kind of, like, snake. But it's, like, a very vague, distant memory. Or maybe you remember somebody else transforming. But you think that some kind that these like protuberances were made not for like a human or a humanoid, but for like a reptilianoid with like a serpent's lower half. Which might be at the bottom. Could be. Huh. Okay. Serpent people. Not exactly on the team, but... Huh. Alright, so... Well, guys... I think we should go down there. I think... I, I don't know. Snakes. Body parts. At least you aren't on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm totally gonna make you guys get on a plane and there'll be snakes <laughs> on it. It'll be fucking awesome. <laughs> Somebody better say there's too many fucking snakes on this fucking plane. I've never seen that movie. I will give you a I'm bonus reward that. if you say that. <laughs> <laughs> never watched it, never will. Yeah. No, neither have I. No, I've never seen Don't it. Don't plan on it. Why would I watch the film? I saw the part that I needed to see. Yeah. 
Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, the whole yeah, point Samuel of the movie was so Samuel L. Jackson could say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys are on, on top of this, on top of this well. Do you guys want to try to, like, climb down a little bit? Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I have spider climb, which I forgot. Because I have alter self down there, too. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, Sounds awesome. Okay, so you cast. So you can cast. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that you can just cast as a first level spell if you want to. Okay. Um, it says ten minutes per level. Yeah. Oh, um, so fifteen so minutes every time you cast. Suzanne. It. Yeah. Suzanne, because of the um, energy that you feel in this place. Oh right. You cast I'm it once, and all three of you have it. Nice. I forgot. Um, I'm all maxed out. <laughs> Mass spider climb. Yeah. So buffs are, are mass buffs. Yeah, and you got and you guys are all are all gonna have plus fifteen twenty on your climb checks, and it's it's pretty damn easy to climb down this down this pit. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna last for well long enough for you guys to get in and out. So don't don't worry about it. Woo. Um, <clears throat> so you guys clamber down these automaton body parts, and you get to the bottom of the well. You guys drop 20 feet into this domed room. It's a, a rectangle about uh, 50 feet long and 20 feet wide. On all of the walls, there are also 10-foot-high platforms, which you can see there are prayer mats on. In the center of this room, there's a figure kneeling, praying before a small shrine. And as you guys drop into the room, or what looks like a human man turns, and he <clears throat> sees you, Aelin, um, and he says... Ah, Neuk Nevar, it is good to see you again. Um, and, and, and he, like, you're like, what? And you guys, like, you give a clear look of, like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and he's like, wait, who are you? You are not supposed to be here. And you see his head grow taller and his legs grow longer. And... He casts a spell real quick as you guys get your feet, get your get your uh, feeding, your footing. As you guys get your feeding, get your footing. <laughs> um, and you see him change into. Um, he's got he's got long arms and legs. He's still a medium sized creature, but his his head has grown to like three times the size, and most of it is mouth. Um, and you see him wave his arms and cast some spell and he and he splits into three and he's and the three pieces of him float backwards onto three of the pedestals around the room roll initiative can he see from all three of them i don't think that you can you know that that's fair. probably so yeah he you guys are against the uh one one end of the rectangle he's probably on three sides of the rectangle farthest away from you guys. Okay. What's his, what's his skin? Is it like a snake thing? What is it? Um, he definitely has um, scaly okay. snake-like skin. Okay. 18. Uh, 17. 7. 18, 18, and 7? Suggestive. Okay. Aileen goes last. Okay, so, <laughs> Rob, you're going to go first. You see this strange alien being shift into this alternate weird mouth creature and then 
split into three beings, and uh, he seems very threatening as he like floats backwards up onto these pedestals, and it looks like he's going to start casting a spell. But it's your turn first. What do you do? So it's three individual monsters now that split out from one. Right. Okay. But they all look the exact same. Okay. Is there any what? like cover around? Uh, there's the shrine that he was praying at, and that's about it. Okay. It's a big open room. All right, well, then I'm going to shoot the one closest to me with my fire crossbow. Okay. Hmm. So 17. Uh, this, with a 17 with your fire arrow, Rob, you shoot at the one right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it... Um, I'm not close enough to get point blank, am I? No. no. Okay. It's a 50 foot wide room. You guys okay. are probably like 35, 40 feet away from it. Okay. Um, the arrow flies across the room and strikes him dead center and then bounces off as you see a flash of uh, fire and the bolt is burnt to a crisp. Eric, it's your turn. Eric, this whole room is glowing so evilly, you don't even need to activate Detect Evil to know that this is some bad shit. Just walk um, in and know. You, you think that these, with your divine power source... You're able to recognize that something's going on with these people. Something's going in up above. Something's going on with these uh, dead robots parts. Something's taking this divine energy and transmitting it here and doing something with it when it should be going somewhere else. You've never seen anything like this. Suzanne, with like, and you know a little bit about arcane magic, and like Suzanne's talked to you about like ley lines and the flow of arcane magic flow of the universe kind of stuff and it's it seems like there's some kind of force that's pulling all of the arcane and divine magic down into this room and that's kind of what you know and it's oh and it's totally bad news it does not seem like it's good at all seems like it's really um really weird and as you like draw your mace it's like overcharged like it was when you were um fighting when you were, not, excuse me, not fighting, when you were starting up the riot, <laughs> and uh, give yourself an extra d6 of holy damage. Alright, um, I charge double your move speed, right? Yes. Alright, there's three of them. He um, is ten feet up, so you're gonna have to, like, jump at him to, like, get him. Oh, uh, I got all the jumps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Charging jump attack, one of them. Okay, you're gonna go for the same one that Rob shot at? Uh, is the so it was the middle one, right? Uh, yeah, the middle one's about 40 feet away from you, though. Which I, I attacked one of, the, one of the ones on the side. It doesn't really matter which. Uh, I thought I was, gonna, I was going with you attack the one that was right in front of you. The one that was across the room, probably. Oh, okay. If you want to chart, do a jumping charge at one of the ones on either the left or the right, you can totally make those with the charge attack. Probably okay. can't make the one that Rob shot at, which is across the room. Alright, alright. Yeah. The charging jump attack. Okay. Make a jump check. I got a 30. Okay, <laughs> you are easily able to jump up at this weird, long-legged freak man. Make an attack roll. Alright, alright. And add plus 2 for charging. I got a 22. Okay, yeah, you, you unbock knee this dude right in the fucking mouth. Roll, <laughs> roll some damage. <laughs> 
11 regular damage and 4 holy damage. You smash this dude in the mouth with your with your uh, Paylorian knee and like slam him in the head at the same time with your mace. And as your mace kind of like collides with the side of his head, you feel him like shimmer a little bit, and you guys watch as this creature zooms back into the one that is farthest away from you guys, and there are only two now, and it just like flashes over there. And that creature is gone. Um, and it is it is his turn. This weird being. Um, he starts chanting in that same strange language which um, he spoke in, and he casts two spells. One spell comes from the one. One comes from the one on the side, and one comes from across the room. Aelin, make a will save, and why don't you all make reflex saves? As Aelin, you are cursed and then fireballed. I got 24. Okay, you're good. You're going to make I it. I rolled a natural 20. 21. Oh. Total 28. Okay, Rob, you have evasion, so you take no damage from the fireball. Okay. Um, Aelin, what you get on your reflex save? Uh, 13. Okay. Aelin, you are going to take 26 hit points. Eric, you're going to take exactly half of that because you made your save. Uh, and Rob, you take nothing because you dodge behind a rock or something that didn't exist before. <laughs> well, Rose can just stand there and take it. Yeah, and roll uh, it makes no sense. <laughs> you like did a flip and like it, like hit your boots instead of you or something at the bottom of your. You did like a jumping back. I jumped up to the ceiling and then jumped back down after it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Aelin, it is your turn. Oh, we totally still got spiderness. We are still spiders. Man, I got Spider-Man jump. <laughs> I got, can I ask, can I talk to him before I do? Yeah, you before can. I talk? Talking's free. Okay. Um, who are you? Do you do you know me? You're too late, fool! You can't stop us now. Stop you from what? Do you uh, know my people? Do you know why I can't transform? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he cares. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, it's your turn, though. You want okay. to cast a spell at him or something? Yeah, um, I'm going to Scorching Ray on them. Okay, what's uh, your max damage for Scorching Ray? Right now? The 2d4 for Ray. Hit the one on the side. Or no. Hit the one on the side. Uh, 46. 46. What? And then two, two rays. Okay, so that's 8d6. So, so 8 times 6. 48. 48. Uh, make an attack roll. Which one are you shooting at? Then? The one farthest away or the one on the side? The one farthest away. Right. 17 plus... Am I blind? The it's attacks. right there! Oh the, my the god. The basics of your attacks. <laughs> oh my god. 22. Um, for each okay, 22 for the first ray. And not so great for the second ray. Uh, 11 for the second ray. Okay, so... One of the rays collides with this guy, Suzanne, and you see him, like, kind of have a twisting smile come across his undulating giant face, um, and he does something with his hands that you remember, and he throws the spell back at you. Make a wisdom check. I'm gonna use my flip. 
Um, <laughs> Suzanne, you get a 19 <laughs> thanks to this sweet flip of the coin. Um, <laughs> you flip the dice and you're able to, uh, you make your will, you make your will, will check. Uh, excuse me, your wisdom, um, wisdom check. And you remember exactly what he's doing. He's using an ability called Counter Charm. And from now on, once a day, you're going to be able to uh, use this ability to reflect a spell right back at its caster. Okay. Um, and do you want to use this to send the spell back at him? I will do that. Okay. Um, you reflect the... I reflect his reflection. You reflect the, the, his, the spell that he reflected back at you. Because fuck you, bitch. Um, make, a, make another attack roll. See if you hit him. Yay. Oh, you nailed him. Uh, 21. You nail him dead center, and you can see this uh, magical shield that he has in front of him. This magical shield that he had in front of him that blocked Rob's arrow. Um, little spiderweb cracks go run through it like it's breaking like a pane of glass, and you just see it kind of dematerialize and disappear. Rob, it's your turn. Okay. I think we can get him now. <laughs> Is it one solid platform? No, it's just like a 10 by 10 square that he's standing on. Okay. God, I'm just trying to figure out how I can theoretically possibly get sneak damage. But I, I don't, I just, I don't think there is really. You could flank him. If you and Eric both attack at the same time, you were behind him. Okay. Yeah, sneak damage requires you to use a little bit more, um, Finesse. Finesse. Yeah, right. I mean, do you want to do that, Eric? Sure. That really is fucking sneak damage. You can, you can hold action until Eric gets over to the other platform. Yeah. Eric, All it's right, your turn. Do that then. Oh, also, sorry. Can I, like, not be in the center? Because I got two hit points left. Yeah, like... you, you can, you, after you reflect this spell, after you have your um, Scorching Ray reflect, for Reflection duel with this guy, you, like, dive behind a fucking okay. corner. <laughs> and get I, can't, I, can't, I can't get it. Yeah, you dive behind the platform. You dive behind the platform that Eric's standing on currently. Okay. Eric, what, what are you going to do? What's Claudia going to do? Um, totally just jump straight from that platform right onto the other one. Oh. <laughs> what is it, a 10 by 10? Yeah. You could probably reach it if you jump if you wanted to make it. Jump check for us. I'm gonna combine my spider climb effect with my jump effect and run up the get a, the ten foot running start and jump and run up the wall. What are and you kick off here? onto the other platform? Okay, I'm totally down for this. You like Eric the bunny spider. You like <laughs> hardcore parkour up the side of this wall and like Superman Naruto into this style. dude. Yeah. <laughs> He turns into a log. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roll it roll a, a sweet jump. Arms back. Alright, I got a twenty-five. Uh, you're, a, you're able to do the sweet running and jumping maneuver off this wall. Um, not quite as with as much precision as you want. You're not gonna be able to do a charge attack, but you, you still make it. Parkour, parkour. Oh, okay, so I can get a regular. Alright, if you if yeah. you can get behind you can get behind him. Where yeah, I think, the I, think that, I think that the way that yeah. the angles are going to end up working out 
Oh, you're, I'd have to be on this side, and Brian would be coming from this side. Right, you're gonna run up the wall on the uh, left of the room, and then jump off about halfway, and then land on his platform. But you're gonna end up on the back end of his platform, so he's probably gonna turn and face you, so you're not just like hitting him in the back. Yeah. Um, and why don't you give yourself advantage for that? Because that's a sweet thing. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, give yourself an advantage for sweet right. shit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna smite Elon on this guy. Oh, it's advantage! It's advantage! Oh! Um. Eighteen to hit. Um, an eighteen is going to hit because his fire shield is down. Nice. <laughs> um. Uh, You're welcome. Much appreciated. <laughs> Max damage. Max damage. Um, so that's going to be plus 7, that's 15, plus 2 from the smite evil, that's 17. Um, oh wait, no, that's, that's that to hit. Sorry. Plus 5 from the smite evil. So 20. Um, plus six holy damage. Plus your extra d6 of holy damage. Yeah. Add that in. Uh, so that's gonna be 26. Okay. Uh, he's been smart. Yeah. You you give this dude a royal smiting. Uh, and he has smote it. Um, <laughs> um, you you like smash his like shoulder, and you can see it like cr- start to crumple. And he, like, his head, like, he tw- he twists and looks right at you, Eric, and he is fucking clearly very angry, and you watch as he shimmers and shakes and moves to the other, and this, this form disappears and he moves to the last platform. There's only one bit, one image left. Okay. Which um, platform is he on now? He's now on the right platform. The right platform. And there's okay. only one left. He is clearly holding that shoulder, like, gingerly. And not doing very well at this point. So I can no longer get sneak attack damage because he's not being flanked. Um, Rob, make a make a perception check, Rob. Natural twenty. I'm going in with my flame scimitar. With your twenty on perception, you're able to like recognize that this is happening. Yeah. Get into a position and like jump. Should I take a tunnel check? Uh, make a jump check. Okay. 20. Okay, and you're able to get yourself into a position so that when he reforms with both of these beings uh, combining back into one, you're standing right behind him just as he's done reassimilating. Reassimilating. Yeah. <coughs> you straight up Vin Diesel this dude from Chronicles of Riddick and, like, watches he's, like, shimmer-shaking over to his other form, and you, like, jump over to the platform, and you're, like, ready to go as he, like, combines into one thing. Make make your attack roll on this guy and give yourself a, a, an advantage. Alright, sneak attack. And, yeah, All right. and All give right. yourself sneak attack as you, like, as he's, like, looking, o- as he, he looks over at Eric, and he's not looking at you, um, and there's only right. one of him left. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack him with my scimitar. So does a twenty-one hit? Uh, yes. 
Prepare yourself just as this guy reforms himself, and you just like stab him right through center mass, and he like throws his arms up and you know screams in pain, and um, you are, um, and you guys watch as this guy just starts like, tur- he transforms as this happens, and he begins screaming, um, and it. Turns into a puddle of goo. Turns into a nasty puddle of slime. So, you guys look around this room, and like, you know, now that this being's gone, Suzanne, I'm assuming that you heal yourself a little bit. Yeah. And you, yeah, I gotta do that. And you Good guys. Point. You want some I've got some potions. I, I, I didn't do I didn't for any damage. What? I could give you just. I can just give you 14. Okay, I'll take that. Then. I'm saying. <laughs> You guys have a chance to kind of search this room and look around. You guys look at this altar, and it's an altar of some kind of symbol that you've never seen before. Suzanne, once again, it does look very familiar to you. It's just a series of worms and snakes coiled into a spiral that coiled down into what looks like a mass that is indiscernible. You guys, like, look around this place for a minute, you, like, kick over the... Eric's, like, real... Like, Eric, you're like, this is fucking evil. You kick the shrine over, and underneath it, um, and, like, some light shines in, even though there's no, like, you guys are 300 feet beneath the ground. Somehow some light shines into this place. Fucking weird. And there's, um, underneath this shrine, you guys find a bunch of stuff. Two big sacks, one with 9,000 gold pieces, and another with a large amount of gems, which one soul will be worth about um, 6,000 gold pieces. There are 27 potions that are all labeled. Nine potions of undetectable alignment, nine potions of non-detection, and nine potions of truth. There are also three items uh, there is what appear, appear to be a pair, a, a claw. There is a cloak and a belt. Where are all the, all, all of their labels read? Um, <laughs> when you read the labels, the the uh, claw is a claw of climbing. The cloak is a cloak of the righteous, and the belt is a belt of lies. Yeah. Somebody made a cloak and named it after me. Let's go ahead here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you got, if you read the tag on the on the items, the cloak of uh, the righteous will, for a paladin, add one d six of holy damage to all of their attacks, Ooh. and it will give them plus one on plus one on charisma base saves. So like nice. be charmed and stuff like that. It's one of those things like your will can't be stopped. Even if somebody no. tries to charm you, you try to be the, the will of the gods. Right. Um, and the other thing is that this cloak is glamoured, so you can make it look like whatever you want. Oh, nice. Um, the claw of climbing is basically just like 
uh, I just imagined it kind of like the Shredder's Claw, but it's like gives you a plus five on climb checks. Okay. Um, and it can be equipped with a dagger and effectively used as like a punching dagger. So you could take a like, plus one dagger rod and have you know, dual wielding claw and scimitar or something like that. Yeah. And the Belt of Lies is a belt that adds plus one to all spells and charisma checks. To, and I'm talking about, like, to spells, saves, DCs, to the whole shebang. But to use it, you have to lie. You have to make up, make up, make up something. I couldn't pass it with the claws of climbing at plus the sky five is climbing green. checks. <laughs> plus five to climb checks, and it's a weapon? And it can be equipped and used as a punching deck. Or you can, like, you can, like, put a deck. Um, and, and this is, and that's what you guys find in this little so, you guys spend a little bit of time in here kind of, like, figuring out and like trying to read the magical flow in this room, really getting a good sense of, like, what is going on between Claudio and Aelin. You two are able to figure out that some kind of combination of arcane machinery, siphoning magic or essence, and instead of allowing the flow of it to go where it's supposed to or wherever, pushing it all to one place. And if you guys spend a minute to, like, think about where it is, you guys have no idea. But Crunk is like, oh, it's the Scarlet Spike. It's pointing right toward the Raven Queen's palace. Fuck that bitch. The thing, though, Aelin, is that, like, as you start, you are, like, you, you feel yourself being very familiar with this place and this feeling that you're having. But you think that it's, it's not, like, the same. This place has been powered down. But it's still, like, put together, so it's still rudimentary rudimentarily doing its job. Really, yeah, it's like, well, it's, or it's been turned off. Um, there's no other passages out of the room. Nope. End of the line. Um, so, I'm guessing that you guys use your spider climbing and jumping abilities to get out of here. You guys need to lower the ropes and stuff to help help each other out. You guys make your way out. It's probably getting to about dinner time at this point. So you guys can go and you know, to one of the eateries around here, nice coffee shop, get a frappuccino made for you by a dude named Damien. He's got very large ear, he's an elf with very large ear, and he's a fucking mohawk. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe, your DM, your host, and your Cape Crusader. I work alone! Sorry about the sound quality on a couple of pieces. I'm trying to fix them up and reduce the amount of downtime in them so that they're as much as possible. Please subscribe with us again. Thank you again for listening. Quick shout outs going out to the Steadwells, of course, Vanilla Dice, Bang Bang! And our biggest fan and number one listener, Julian Eckmeyer, actually sent us in a message show so if you have a message or you want me to send something out for you just just message me i'll do it I, i'll just do it so please send us in your comments your criticisms and maybe you'll get a sweet mess mention on our show arena for our listener tune um uh, that's all we got for now uh enjoy the show If you knew this was the plan All your life you said that you just don't mind
heard Jimmy hit like five more. So and you so you guys are like getting some coffees. You guys start making your way back to like the Baron's Bank, the left You guys are making your way back and stuff like that. You guys are unable to get past one of these streets because of some business. Some you know, some cheers, people are kinda of happy. There's like a parade going. And there's a bunch of floats, festival goers. You guys are able to see these, you know, interesting images of monsters being Heroes and images of the Raven Queen triumphing over the automatons. There's there's each one for one of the temples, and there's a big float of Hextor and a float of Paylor. And but you guys don't see, you know, each of the high priests are there except for the high priest of Paylor, of course. <laughs> you know, you hear some people talking about whether or not they are going to have the Paylorian float at all this year. As you guys are, you know, watching this procession, try and get a good opportunity to cross the street so you can get home. You guys see. You guys hear some whispers. You see a pair of figures surrounded by guards and blessed angels. This duo that is, you know, followed by banners and trumpet players, and there's music going on. People are cheering, and you see, and it's the Raven Queen. And she's accompanied by a um, maybe a half elf. She's got slightly pointed ears, and he's riding on a white horse. And the Raven Queen is riding on a very large, very fiery-looking black horse. You guys are in the back of the crowd and you can hear some people grumbling, talking about the corruption and talking about the nobles stealing from the treasury, using funds that were supposed to be allocated for rebuilding roads and houses, for buying the rich, stupid, magical toys, things that allowed them to go on long trips and allowed them to fly or teleport when the rest of the people are starving in the streets. The Shadow Shore District doesn't even have clean water and they're on the river. And you guys watch, right, as the Raven Queen and this guy triumphantly march down the street past you. And you see the Raven Queen look over at you guys. Once she spots you, Claudia, she recognizes you first. And then and then she spots, she looks at you, Rob, because you're a big boy. And you stand out because you're very tall and very large. Six and there's, foot eight. Yeah, and I don't want to say that. Solid. I want to say that you're five inches taller than most. And then she, like, sees you. And Suzanne, you got, you lock eyes with her. You have like a weird flash of recognition. This is somebody you know well. And she looks at you and she's like, she knows you, but doesn't. You have like this like lightning between your eyes kind of thing. <laughs> and, and this moment goes on for what seems like, you know, five, ten seconds. And then she keeps going forward. None of the rest of the crowd seem to notice this. Crunk and Claudio don't even seem to notice. But the guy on the white horse does. You guys start making your way around this, you know, around these floats. Like, there's a break in it real quick, so you guys move on. And make some perception. As you guys, like, go down the street a little bit, and you guys, like, get to this hill that leads to the level 6 or 12. 19. 21. Aelin, you, you hear it first. You hear a crash. And then Rob and Aelin, you both start hearing shouting coming from up the hill. You guys, like, go down, you guys follow the procession down a little ways and around the corner to this hill, and you hear this noise coming from up the hill. And there's, like, a crash. You hear some people yelling, Oh, God! It's it's out of control! And this cart comes racing down the hill. It's going to probably go right past you. Um, so the orphan house? But it is going, well, it's going to go into the coffee shop that you guys just walked out of. No, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but I want to say that, even though that makes no sense at all, because you guys would have to like 
walk up and around and shit. But the cart is going to crash into a shop, and it is filled with boyfriends. I don't know if they're selling them or what's going on, but... Think of what cart is it? It's like, a, it's like a float, and it's a float of an automaton holding, like, a flaming torch, like, getting ready to, you know, throw it, and then a, a human stabs him with a spear, his arms go up, and his mouth opens, and his tongue falls out. So it's like... It's it's like happening in like in like 150 speed, but backwards because it's like rolling backwards down this hill. <clears throat> Why don't you guys roll initiative if you guys want to try to do something about this cart? Oh, 20. Eight also. A pair of local watch who are also there, and they're like, "Oh boy, we got we uh, we get uh, we get uh, 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 uh. and then like one of them trips over the other one. Yeah. Rob, it's your turn. Do you um, want to try to slow down this cart as it's going to go crash into the orphanage shop? Orphanage. The orphanage shop. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll try to. I'm gonna shoot at one of the wheels. Okay, you try to shoot at the wheel of this wagon. Do it. All right. Oh, crit the wheel. You roll. You roll the crit on this wheel. Just try to smash this wheel. Ro- rolling damage with your flaming crossbow as you like. Sneak, sneak damage. It's not. It doesn't know I'm coming. <laughs> Damn. It's an object. Actually, no. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you sneak attack damage as you like try to shoot its like critical spot. Higher low good for you. Hi. I got a five. Do it. All right. <laughs> you like shoot it in its axle. Fifteen damage. You were able to shoot one of these wheels and it like breaks a couple of the spokes, but the thing just keeps rolling down the thing and like the one wheel is like fire fucked up, and now the cart's on fire too. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what, would you like to try to do something? Lano, go! And I'm gonna summon my my mouth in front of the cart to <laughs> stop it. He's a large lion. <laughs> Alright, make a summon lion oak check. <laughs> I don't know, do you add anything to that? I don't know. I, I just summon my mouth. What kind of check is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay, Eric. So you summon Lino, and he jumps in front of this cart and tries to and tries to help slow it down. Make a strength check for Lino. All right. <laughs> We're rolling with it. Uh, it's gonna be one of those days. Got a fifteen. Okay. Yeah. He's also he's, large. Okay. Yeah. 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 He, so he's probably got some weight behind him. About five hundred pounds. <laughs> Dude, Lion Mega would probably be a thousand. Uh, Judging by tigers. And Lionel jumps in front of this cart and tries to slow it down. Ailing, what would you like to try to do? Or are you going to try to help at all? Just ignore this cart. Fuck it. It's just an orphanage. Try to put it out. It's just an orphanage. It's on shop. fire now. It is on fire. If I cast Ray of Frost, can that like put out the fire? Um, yeah, you can try to shoot the same wheel that brought it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I'll, try, I'll try to put spread. out the fire because like fire is not a good thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, make an attack roll with your Ray of Frost. 17? <laughs> Fucking hell. You got a 17? Fuck. Yeah. As you, as you and Rob combine your fire onto this one wheel, it shatters and it starts to spin out of, um, out of course. And this lion with a fucking owl bear with a cape on, just has an owl bear on it, peers out of the fucking darkness and smashes this cart to the side and it's like, other three wheels break in half and it fucking spins down the way a little bit. Some kids are, have made dip dexterity saving throws but they get out of the way um <laughs> and you stop this cart from careening into this orphanage shop and the people are cheering <laughs> yeah that's my man yeah 
Oh my god, he's gonna die! That's so cool! And uh why don't you guys give yourself another authority point for stopping this cart during this parade? Um, can I press it to make us all appear shimmering? Yes. <laughs> you guys can totally combine. I strike my best hero pose. <laughs> These people love you. They start throwing roses at you. <laughs> Just pull them out and keep it on them. <laughs> Some people pick up the ones they were throwing at the road. <laughs> you guys manage to get back to the barrens. Have a refreshing glass of wine. After you guys rest, get some hit points back. You guys wake up and have a nice meal, some bacon and eggs made by Johan. It's delicious. <laughs> it's a pretty good cook. You guys want to go to like the house at this point and probably set set like, some kind of trap or sting operation. All right. So you guys travel through the city districts to the abandoned house. You guys open the, the barn doors and pull the wagon in. And you guys start looking around this place. Like a small warehouse, kind of like a barn. And it's got like a second and third floor storage area with a back. It's got a stairway going up. And there's another stairway over on the side that, you know, for going down. There's lots of ropes hanging down, pulleys, and, you know, ropes attached to some crates. Uh, or heavy things, mostly abandoned, very dusty, very dirty. You guys can smell like dilapidated roof that's been leaking. So you guys are like looking, or you guys like get done looking around, and you guys are up in the, up in the attic. You're, maybe you're deliberating about like hiding on top of one spot, or you know, on the second floor, or whatever. Make two perception checks. Well, one, no, not twelve. One, two, sixteen. Aelin and Rob, you two are are debating about the best hiding hiding spots, whether it's on top of a stack of crates on the second floor or looking down to the best vantage point from the third floor. When you guys hear rustling coming from the roof and you guys look over into a shadowy corner and you hear a voice. What are you doing here? I told you not to follow me. Yeah, man. <laughs> we stumbled upon you, Mr. Uh, Octo Spearman. <laughs> These streets run green and are paved with the blood of the innocent. Rats are hard to catch. Why are you here? We're chasing the rats. Looking for some rats. Rats need to go down. Hi, cat. Meow. Meow. These rats are holding a loaded crossbow. Let's hope they point it at the ones responsible. You guys, um, and then you guys hear like um, a, a noise coming from below. And you guys look down onto like, where the cart is, and you see what looks like ten were-rats starting to move into the building. And you guys look back at where Taco Spearman was, and he's gone. Oh, shit. 